I had a beautiful epiphany today, if I might say so myself, and naturally, I want to share it with all of you. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed therapist, online mental health coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. I was moving my body this morning and whenever I'm like sweating it out, jumping around, I have really incredible thoughts. I do believe in like bilateral stimulation and what that does to the brain and the power of movement in processing big thoughts and feelings. And I think that's why when I'm moving my body, I have a lot of epiphanies. (laughs) Like I realize big things and I love that. And today that happened and I want to share it with you basically in the moment. You know, I don't want this feeling to fade. I don't want to lose this thought because it's a powerful one. And I think that a lot of you are going to be able to relate to this. In a nutshell, I realized I am multi-passionate and for the longest time, I have been feeling like this is a character defect that I have. One day I will wake up and feel so strongly about something that I will research it. Everything there is to know about that, I will talk about it all over the podcast. I will share about it on my Instagram. And literally by the next day, by the next week, I might be like, yeah, I'm not into that anymore. Or that was fun while it lasted and now I'm on to the next thing. Or I now also want to add in this cool thing. So I will have seasons of life where I'm really focused on like my physical health. I'm moving my body. I do that every day regardless. But I might like be moving my body really intensely. I might be really focused on my nutrition. So like making sure I'm getting all of my vitamins in every day. Taking my supplements drinking enough water. And then like the literal next day or next week, I'm eating a pint of Ben and Jerry's. My movement has changed and now I just like dance around the living room and it's more, you know, just like free and flowing rather than like rigid and structured. That is how I operate. And I was having this feeling of insecurity because I put my life out there for other people. I share everything. And so when I do that, one day you might listen to a podcast where I'm like, we all need to move our bodies and like follow a routine and like do all of these things. And then very next day I'm like, yeah, man, just go with the flow, like whatever works. (laughs) And I actually don't think that's a character defect. I think this is a strength that I have. I can start choosing to see this as living a life of and, right? I can be free-flowing and laid-back, easygoing, and I can be rigid and structured and type A. Both of those things can exist. And I want to speak about this today 
in the context of being yourself, right? Because the first thing that happened when I had this epiphany was like, yeah, you are multi-passionate. You will, you love a lot of things and you want to chase a lot of things and you have a lot of different ambitions and that's beautiful. But I was coming out down on myself really hard. Like you are making your audience confused. People are going to start judging you because you're wishy-washy. Like you seem flaky because you preach this one day and then the next day you preach something totally different. And that judgment that I was casting on myself felt really heavy. Like, but this is who I am. And, you know, are people going to not enjoy me once they realize that? Like, if you had a thousand hours and you could just sit down and listen to all of my podcasts from the very beginning to now, right? Years worth of content, you would see this incredible evolution and growth and you would hear a lot of contradicting information because what I thought a year ago, two years ago, three years ago versus what I'm talking about today are probably totally different and that freaks me out a little bit. But is that a bad thing? Is it a bad thing that my growth and my evolution and my journey is on display like that? Does it mean I'm a hypocrite because I often <laughs> contradict what my past self said or felt or was thinking? I don't think so. I think if you look at it, you are getting to witness my growth right on this journey. And I hope that you can see that. And rather than make any judgments like I was doing to myself, you use that as permission to be fully yourself and to say something that I felt or thought yesterday, a week ago, a year ago, does not have to align with how I feel today. And that's okay. Now, no one said anything to me. No one's left a nasty review on the podcast saying like, you said this and now you're saying this and you're a hypocrite and, <laughs> you know, who knows. Um, so first of all, I have to check my brain because I'm like, I don't even have proof that anybody has ever thought this about me. And I, I honestly doubt that anyone has thought that. And if they did, that's fine. I thought it too. <laughs> um, so I need to have that gentle love with myself of like, first of all, no one's saying anything negative about you. That automatic reaction you have, that insecurity that played out in your brain, is just a normal reaction to change, to being okay with who we are. So as we're having this conversation today, I would love for you to reflect on your journey. How do you live as your most authentic self. For me, that's someone who changes her mind on the daily. That is someone who feels really strong feelings and digs her feet in and runs that direction for a while. And then moments later, changes her mind. And I'm allowed to do that. And so are you. 
whatever you're experiencing in this life, it's meant to change. You learn new things every day. You have new experiences, new opportunities that are helping you grow. I think that this is the most beautiful reflection of moving forward. If we're never changing and staying stagnant, that's cause for concern more than changing our mind a million and one times, right? Because what, what, what frustrates us about our grandparents more than anything? And not to like call out, you know, but this is what I hear most often is like, my grandparents will never change their ways. Like they are so set in who they are, you know? Like when I go visit my grandpa, to this day, he follows me around the kitchen. Like if I'm like getting a snack or, you know, baking something while I'm at his house or we're making dinner together, he fucking helicopters. Like he just follows me around and I'll like wash a dish, dry it, go to put it away. Okay. You know how you have that like drawer of utensils? There's like spatulas and whisks and like oversized spoons and like all this shit. I will just like toss whatever I was using in that, like say it's a spatula, I'll just toss it in that drawer because we all have that drawer. That's where all the shit goes. And he will come and like move it to a different spot in the drawer and be like, that's not where it goes. Right. And so I've just kind of allowed, like maybe your grandparents aren't like this and they're not like rigid in their thinking and they have things (laughs) they'd like a certain way, but mine is, my grandpa is very much like that. And I've just kind of been like, okay, this is how you are. I'm not going to change you. Like, I'm not going to sit down with my grandpa and be like, listen, it doesn't have to be your way or the highway because I'm in his house. And if that's the way he wants it to be, that's fine. Right. But that's frustrating for the rest of us. (laughs) So when we're living our lives, I think being open and flexible to change is so vital exploring who you are, what you like, what you don't like, your sexuality, your sexual preferences, your friendships, your clothing style, the foods you enjoy. I was thinking about this the other day in relation to my nutrition. There are a lot of foods that from years of diet mentality, I feel like I have to eat right? Or that I've stayed away from because I was like, oh, I ate that when I was dieting and that like has a negative connotation for me now. So I just like don't eat that food at all. But there's things like Brussels sprouts that I actually fucking love, but didn't eat for the longest time because I had like forced myself to eat steamed yucky Brussels sprouts when I was dieting and I hated it. But I actually really enjoy fried Brussels sprouts with baking crumbles. Like that's like one of my favorite things right now. Like throw a couple fried eggs over it. Oh my God, delicious. But I like didn't eat that food for the longest time because it was related to something really negative in my mind. And so growth is about exploring, saying, what does this mean for me? And as we're talking about this, we can't leave out the fact that when we're exploring, when we are becoming more of who we are, that's how I like to say it, right? Because I feel like healing and growth is so much about peeling back those labels and those boxes that you've been put in by other people or by society 
that no longer fit you and revealing your true self. Okay. I really think that's what healing is all about. And as you're doing that, you're saying, I don't really fit in this box anymore. We can't ignore the fact that people around us are going to struggle with that. Like they are going to have a hard time being like, wait, you don't, you don't go in that box anymore, but you've always been in that box. So for me, like, wait, you're not a people pleaser anymore. You're not going to just like bend over and let everybody, you know, step on your back to get to the highest point. Like you're actually going to climb up to the highest point yourself too. Wow. That's new. And people will have some type of reaction. Now that reaction doesn't have to be negative. A lot of people will react in a really supportive way. Like, hey, I'm really glad that you are not a doormat anymore, that you are no longer allowing people to walk all over you. I think that's really beautiful that you're standing up for yourself. And then there are going to be people who were benefiting from you being a people pleaser, who don't want you to change, who are going to push back on that. Or there are going to be people who continue to live as people pleasers in their life. And they're like, but wait, you can't just not put everyone else's needs before your own. Like, that's silly. And we have to, as we explore who we are and step into our favorite versions of ourselves, also acknowledge that it is going to impact the people around us one way or another. That is what makes growth and healing so difficult because you become more of your true self and when it's not perceived to be accepted by the people around you or other people have a hard time with it you start to question is this really a change that I want to make for myself because other people are having a hard time with it so maybe it's a wrong the wrong choice maybe it's a bad thing that I'm doing this healing and growing like think about when you set a boundary And people have a big reaction to it. And then you're like, oh shit, well if I hadn't set that boundary, they wouldn't have reacted that way, so it must be my fault. So maybe I'll just remove the boundary, go back to the way things were. But then you're the one losing sleep at night. You're the one struggling. Because you wanted to set the boundary. Your true self wanted, needed that boundary. But the other people's reactions made you think twice. So as you're moving forward in the future, now, presently, whatever, and you're like, you know what? I would love to wear combat boots. Like, I think that trend is fiery. I love it. I want to wear combat boots, but I don't think it's going to be accepted. I think someone is going to make a comment about it. I think somebody is going to tease me. Cope ahead of time. Cope ahead of time. Wear the fucking combat boots if that feels good for you. But go ahead and cope ahead of time. Plan for when someone makes a comment, how are you going to handle it? Listen, the amount of time I spent coping ahead of time before I decided to dye my entire head of hair purple was insane. Okay? I had thought about it for months and months and months. Like, this is something I want to do so badly, but I held back. I didn't do it. I didn't do it because I was afraid of the judgment and what was going to come with it. So I didn't do it for the longest time. And you know what made me finally do it? 
someone passed away. And in that moment, as big feelings are flying around, I was like, this life is so fucking short. That person passed away completely unexpectedly. And I do not want to live my life in fear and hold back who I am because there is only one of me and this world deserves to have the truest me because I was here to serve a purpose, to live my favorite life. And so I need to do that in the most raw, vulnerable, and authentic way. So I dyed my hair purple the very next day. And I had to cope ahead of time most because I knew my dad was going to have a reaction. And my dad's my best friend. For anybody who doesn't know, him and I are so close. We are like the same fucking person. We have the same sense of humor. My dad's my best friend. And when I knew he was going to have a reaction... The same way he reacted to getting my belly button pierced. The same way he reacted to all the tattoos I have. I knew he was going to pick on me. And what did he say? The first thing he said to me is, what did you do? Spill a Slurpee all over your head? And we laughed about it. And then we moved on. And did he pick on me? And did he think it was silly that my hair was purple? And would he have ever chose that for me in my entire life? No. But... I was prepared ahead of time that he was going to tease me, that he was going to have a feeling about it. And that's his feelings to own. Okay. So he can say the things, right. And you're like, but okay, Jacqueline, whatever I'm facing, I'm not afraid people are going to tease me about it. I'm afraid they're going to say rude, hurtful things, or that worst of all, they're not going to accept me, that they're no longer going to want me in their life. And to that, I will still say cope ahead of time. And have empathy. Okay? We always want to lead with empathy. So if you're like, man, this is a big thing that I'm going through. Whether it's dyeing your hair, whether it's coming out, whether it's saying you want to quit your job and travel the world, whether it's, you know, the relationship you're in, whatever it might be. If you are having this fear that people are not going to accept you when you share whatever the thing is, have empathy. For just one second, put yourself in their shoes. Okay, if I share with my mom that I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to travel the world, how might she feel about that? Okay, we're going to do a little mind reading. Well, she's probably going to be terrified for me to be traveling around the world by myself. She is going to feel sad that she won't see me as often. She might feel envious. Maybe that's something she's always wanted to do and she never had the courage to. Um, She might feel worried about my safety or, you know, right. I'm just for a second going to kind of play out how she might feel. That allows me to cope ahead of time. Okay. You don't need to do that. If they say this, then I'll be prepared to say this, right? But if I'm going to deliver a message to someone, it's okay for me to practice empathy and say, Hey, I know this might be hard for you to hear because you never thought this is what my life would be right? Did my dad ever, like I was born, he raised me. Was he ever like, you know what? Someday she's probably going to dye her hair purple. And when that day comes, I'm going to feel really excited for her. Like, no, right? He probably never thought that. Okay. So it's okay for me to put myself in his shoes and be like, 
yeah, that's probably weird for you because you grew up in a religious, safe, conservative household and dyeing your hair purple makes you a fucking weirdo. So I understand that those are your initial judgments, right? Like my dad's the kind of person when you walk down a street and if he sees someone with purple hair, like he's probably going to make a comment about it. (laughs) He's probably going to be like, why the fuck would you ever want purple hair? And so now his own daughter has purple hair and that's challenging everything he believes because he loves me, right? He thinks I'm great, but now I'm like this weirdo with purple hair. So leading with empathy saves us from getting defensive, right? Like, yeah, I understand you think this is weird and that's okay. You don't have to love it because guess what? I didn't dye my hair purple for you. I did it for me right? If I'm coming out, if I'm sharing that, like, hey, I'm attracted to so-and-so, or I feel this way about my sexual partners, whatever the people around you think is because they have this preconceived notion of who you are. And it is okay for us to have empathy and understand, hey, it might take you some time to understand where I'm coming from or hear me out. And God forbid there are religious factors involved, right? Now, whatever you're sharing may be seen as a sin or unholy or wrong. That adds a whole nother layer of things. So as you're exploring who you are, as you continue to step more into the person that you are, genuinely are inside and you choose to share that with your loved ones with the world in any capacity I want you to remember that who you are is not wrong you are a beautiful soul destined to be exactly who you are and it is the world that has up until this point masked and labeled mislabeled who you really are And I think it is the most brave thing you could ever do in this lifetime to peel away those masks and those labels and take yourself out of those boxes you've been placed in and say, this is me. That makes me incredibly proud of you, that you would even consider doing that. It is brave. It is vulnerable. That is strength. And if you're like me, and you're multi-passionate, or there are all these layers to you where one day you want to wear a crop top and a mini skirt, and the next day you want to wear combat boots and, you know, like army pants and a hoodie, like you can be all the things and you can be loved and accepted and appreciated for being all of those things. I want you to really hear me when I tell you There are not parts of you that you have to hide. You can be loved and supported and encouraged and accepted as you are. When you put yourself out there and you allow yourself to be seen, it can be terrifying and it can be the most liberating thing you will ever do in your life. So let me reintroduce myself. My name is Jacqueline. I'm a therapist, a coach, a wife, a mom, a cat lover, a dog lover, a daughter, a sister, a friend, 
I love moving my body. I find it really joyful. I love nourishing my body with whole foods and Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I love going on walks and I love being inside. I love exploring new places and staying home for days on end. I am multi-passionate. I get excited when I learn something new and I want to focus on it until I know everything about it. And then I may never think about it again. And all of these parts of me are okay and deserve to be accepted and loved. I am multi-passionate. I am proud of who I am. And I want to encourage you always to be proud of who you are just the way you are. As you continue to grow and evolve, you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to step into a new version of you. And if you decide you want to go back to the old version of you, you're like choosing parts of her that you really liked or choosing parts of him that were really fun and enjoyable, you can do that too. Who you are has not ever been, nor will it ever be, set in stone. Change, grow, adapt, reflect. Just make sure you are always being your favorite version of yourself. I love you guys so much. Thank you for choosing to be in this space with me. Thank you for being a part of the Anxious Therapist community. You guys mean the world to me. And I couldn't do this without you. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you took a screenshot right now and shared it to your Instagram stories or sent it to a friend. Don't forget to tag me at the Anxious Therapist. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode.